Good morning, good evening, and good afternoon. Welcome back to The Dom Trap. I am your host, your editor, creator, producer, executive producer. And last but not least, I'm your first, your last, and your everything. I go by the name of Dominique. And today we have another special guest. And uh, it's been a minute since he was on last. It's been a little while. I recently just showed up on his podcast, the Prolific Podcast, which you can go find everywhere. YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to podcasts. I got my boy Lex with me. I got my boy Lex in the cut. Let's go, man. Yeah, the man. second half of the Burgundy Boys. Yeah, man. Burgundy you know Boys back. The B-Boys. We, we back, bro. The Berg Boys. So, it uh, is going crazy. So tell me about what's been going on, man. Talk to me. Man, dude. Okay, dude. So I just got over the, the vid. Yeah. You know, still still having issues. Mm-hmm. Developed the cough. Uh, have a little nausea. You know what I'm saying? The, yeah. It's, it has a... Uh, what's, what's the... Uh, it has what's what's that thing in rpgs when it has like uh when you it's give someone out your status effect yeah I, I still have yeah i got a status effect yeah from uh the vid you know what right. i'm saying and uh i'm still kind of dealing with that but we're in a better right. place right now we're good feeling good you know had a had a great uh sleep and you know we're here we're here to uh to enjoy ourselves with uh in the dom trap absolutely absolutely by the way cheers y'all Cheers, man. See what I'm on. Cheers, cheers, cheers. So, uh, I keep, oh, I keep it texting, guys. I straight, I straight up Budweiser. Straight up Budweiser. Just straight up Budweiser. You know how it is, bro. You know how I Texas. You. I, feel you. I get real Texas for you if you need. To. Yeah, I feel you. Michelob is better, but you know we'll leave it at that. But um, yeah, everyone, um, we're back. I just want to get some reviews out of the way, out of the way real quick. So, um. I guess I'll start with one that Lex hasn't seen, which is Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. And it's <laughs> it's it's a movie that is definitely not for everybody. You know, I went into this movie with very, very minimal expectations. And I just walked out with a straight face. So basically, the movie is about it's a murder mystery. Let me just get that out of the way. It's not a horror film. Like the trailer might suggest it is, it's it's a murder mystery. And it's also a comedy at the same time. So there's a character who winds up dead and the rest of the characters who are all, I think, 20-something-year-old just drug addicts. I mean, to be honest, nobody in this movie is likable. They may be played by a likable actor, but nobody's likable in this movie. See, Pete um, Davidson here and here. Yeah. And... Everybody in this movie is a crackhead. Like, I know that's crazy to say, but every few seconds or so, somebody's either drinking, snorting, smoking, or something, maybe even injecting. But everybody's a crackhead in this movie. Nobody's likable. They're all just a bunch of bad people in a bad situation, and you get to see how they all try to figure out who killed so-and-so. Um. If you're not a fan of TikTok culture, if if you're not a fan of the Gen Zers of today, steer clear from this movie because it will piss you off pretty quickly just because of the way they talk and the things that they talk about. Uh, but fun fact, one of my favorite characters in the movie is actually she she's a podcaster in the movie. And there's like a funny bit about having a podcast. And I thought that was kind of funny because I have a podcast 
And Lex, I think you'd find that part funny too if you go see the movie. But oh, um, check it out. Yeah, but imagine just like you remember the Archie comics. Yeah, with Archie and Jughead. So like imagine that, but not Riverdale because Riverdale's trash. But like imagine that, but everybody's just a crackhead. That's basically what this movie is. Oh my god. <laughs> um, the cast is just they they just play twenty something year olds. Like that's it. That's all they're. It's like, I'm pretty sure the casting call was like, hey, if you're 20-something years old, just come and be in this movie. It's it's just kind of whatever. There's one guy, he's like 40. He was in the Hobbit movies. I forgot his name. But he did a pretty good job in the movie considering what he was given, you know? He wasn't in it for very, very long. But, you know, I think that's kind of what makes this movie special is, is that it, um, it's, it does a good job of tricking you making you think that you're watching one thing and then you turn out to not be watching that thing and then it's something else. So for that reason in particular, I have to give it like a seven out of 10 just because I didn't know what I was getting myself into. And I walked out like not entirely mad about it. Um, There were that's only a, about, what's that? That's a pretty high score. I know. But like, if you see it, you'll get what I'm saying. Like yeah. you're, you're going to watch it and you might be like, man, this is kind of trash. But it's going to be something that happens, and you're going to be like, wait a minute. And, you know, that, that it's, it's got some tension in it. It definitely has some tension-filled moments in it. And yeah. a lot of moments that you just don't really see coming. But there were only three people in there. There was me and then a couple. And they sat, like, kind of diagonal for me. And, like, towards the end, the movie did get kind of stupid with his dialogue. And I was laughing... And I could hear the dude in the in the couple laughing. And then the movie was over. And he just like stood up and looked at me. I'm just sitting there on my phone. And I was like, what's up? Because I heard him mumble something. And he just goes, I hate that movie. I was like, you hate it? He was like, yeah. Meanwhile, his girlfriend's like, yeah, I thought it was okay. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, this is very, it's very divisive. It's a very divisive Damn. movie. So, hey, yeah. There you go. Yeah. So so that was bodies, bodies, bodies. A twenty four film, by the way. A twenty four. I know you love your A twenty four films. Yeah, bro. A twenty four is killing it from like the recent years. The amount, Absolutely. the amount of media being put out by that company is fucking amazing. Fire, fire. It's like fire. It's always, it's always. You love to see like companies where like. They have like credibility like that, like mm-hmm. you know you're gonna enjoy. It. I mean, if, I mean, you said you didn't really enjoy it, but a, a seven is kind of high for, even for you. Like, you know, you <laughs> like so. Why do y'all think I'm so hard on movies, man? Bro, like a, a, a seven is like good. You know what I mean? It's not that your heart. Okay, like, do you think I'm a harsh reviewer? A harsh? You think, you think I'm a harsh? No, critic? no, no. I, I think you're made. I think it's more personal. I think it's you're hard to please. Thanks. But like that's what makes you you though. Like that's the fact that you, the fact that you don't give up. You know what I mean? You don't like. You're not gonna give it. You're not gonna give people their their uh, so easily. You're not gonna give them so easily the. No, and why should I? I'm a consumer. No, you're right about that. You know, you're right about that. But that's what I'm saying. (laughs) But but you have to understand. Like naturally, people would, they don't really like. She's saying that people are scary. What do you mean by scary? Like people are afraid to speak how they feel about something. Well, especially when it comes to media. I would, I would say, I would say 
Yeah, I would say so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would. Yeah, there there is a sense of like, you know, like what if, what do people think about this, and then right. kind of like from there, kind of derive. And I I'm guilty of that too, and that's something that. Oh yeah, absolutely, you are. That's something that I know. That's something. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay, this is the type of pod we're having today. Yeah, man. But that I like it though. I like it. But th- that's something I had. But it's practice, like especially coming into this, like, uh, you know, going into reviewing, going into like, like that's something I had to practice and come out of and being like, right. Nah, you know what I mean? If, if you, it's a gut thing. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Sometimes I see myself because sometimes you you don't want to say the wrong thing. And yeah, you convince yourself that there is a wrong thing. Yeah, but and that's just not the good. thing that yeah, the thing that really it really just breaks all of that is just knowing that there's not a wrong thing to say. What you exactly. say is, is what you say is mm-hmm. you should just say how you feel about whatever kind of content media that's being perceived to you. You know, mm-hmm. not everything is here to please us. Some things are for us, some things are not. For like example, for, uh go ahead. Yeah, I was gonna say, for example, like bullet train like you and me are about to if we get into that a little later oh yeah absolutely that's gonna be next i'm pretty sure both of our opinions are gonna be completely different and i'm you think so yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna go i'm not gonna tell you why my reason and then you know all right gonna have to wait and see until later down all right so i'm I'm ready to talk about it now if you are um you want me to lead this or you got it you lead it man go ahead all right bullet train here's here's a a piece of content that everybody is loving, you know, summer blockbuster, Brad Pitt, you know, uh, Bad Bunny, and you know all these uh, special guest characters as as well. And I I gotta say, man, like as as much as I love everything, I didn't find myself enjoying it as much as other people did. Really? I didn't I didn't really feel like uh the amount of excitement, and it's also directed by um uh, the guy who also directed John Wick. So, mm-hmm. you know, this is I love John Wick as I'm going to say that straight out. I'm a John Wick fan. Like I love all the movies. I've seen them like 30 times. Right. So for me, I wasn't really like wowed by this movie. It wasn't something that was like, wow, this is a, this is an amazing piece of content. This is uh like everybody needs to watch. It. No, not really. And here's why. Yeah, I was going to ask, like, what, what do you think that something is missing? Or not that not that something to seeing something that just wasn't there. It's not that something wasn't missing or something. I accept the piece of content that it, it was. I don't mm-hmm. think anything was missing. I don't think anything needed to be added. Right. I just didn't like the way it was kind of directed. You know what I mean? I didn't like the way. I didn't. Everything felt. Everything felt like we were kind of moving scene to scene to scene to scene to scene to scene. No breaks. But here's the thing. That was the point. I know. I understand you know, that. Like, like but, you know. So that's why inherently I was. See, I understand. I understand <laughs> that's the concept of the movie, right? Right. But that's the reason I don't like it. It's just the core of it. So like, is that the reason you don't like it or you just don't like the concept? You don't like the pacing of it all. Is that what it is? Yeah, I don't like the pacing. So did you want it to be a little bit slower than what it was? I think I think there should have been more. I think there should have been more. I think when it came to the characters, and I know we only have so much time, but it, it was just so much at so at so like uh at one time, you know what I mean? Like introducing Bad Bunny, the wolf, introducing um kind of all these characters that 
and they didn't have enough time to really explain like the origin or like who they are so they kind of came and went you know and 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 it was kind of like well you had some of the people like uh what was his name tangerine and uh lemon right lemon and tangerine like these characters had enough time from the beginning of the movie to the end of the movie to really kind of have that character development but when you see people like uh bad bunny you see people like uh i'm not forgetting the the girl who was in the yeah uh, joey king yeah like you see her and them like you it kind of almost feels like well these kind of were throwaway characters where here's the thing man like have you ever seen smoke and aces no I, I, i'd recommend that to you so smoke and aces is a movie about it's 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 almost like this movie just a star-studded cast and they're all out to basically kill each other yeah. and that's 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 one of the main vibes i got from this movie this movie felt a lot like a new age faster paced smoke and aces smoke and aces had ryan reynolds it had ben affleck uh martin henderson alicia keys common jeremy piven it had a, a slew of of just cast members and, and characters and it, that was another movie that just kind of kept going from scene to scene and you're like you're wanting to root for these characters even though these characters are trash people but you're you're trying to root for them because you like you're the actor and that's what i found out you know how i was with this movie you know when i seen bad buddy i'm like i like bad buddy he's cool his character goes through what he goes through and i'm like oh okay i see what this movie is on this movie's on smoking aces time and i loved it for that I loved it that I loved how unpredictable the movie was. You know, I didn't really do a lot of research before I went into it. But when I watched it, I was like, you know, figuring things out as it went. The pacing was chaotic. And I think that was done on purpose mm. because it was, yeah. you know, they were on a train. Definitely. I feel, Yeah. I think that a lot of that John Wick element stuff was there. Same with like, think of, like I think of it as like. I think this is another movie that could be in like another universal, like Deadpool or something. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it's just something that's that's just that just keeps happening, scene after scene after scene. And not to mention that cameo is another reason why I think this is like in an alternate universe of Deadpool. You know what cameo I'm talking about, right? Yeah. Like even with that, I was like, okay, I see what they're on. Well, but he directed movie, uh, Deadpool, right? Yeah. As well. So I, I'm like, this movie. It was really just a lot of fun to me. You know what I mean? Like it was just. It was a breath of fresh air. Let's just say that it wasn't like the Batman where everybody's like, oh, my God, this movie's either going to be really great or really terrible. And everybody's freaking out about it. None of that. This movie was just a good movie to sit down and just watch. Now, yeah. I remember seeing the trailer earlier this year and I was like, yeah, this is probably going to be one of my favorite movies of the year. And I think it's definitely going to be top five for me. Wow. Whoa. For 2022, Bullet Train is wow. going to be in my top five. I'm calling it now. And we we still have movies to go this year, you know. We still have Avatar. Wow. We still got plenty wow. of movies to go. Really, really. I think it might end up being top five, or very close. Wow, bro! Come on, bro! Really? When you when you got a movie with that cast, that's shot that well, let me talk about the shots. Like even in the train, the shots look great. Have you ever been in a train in real life? No. It's not that fun. They made being on a train look really, really fun. Especially with the uh, the anime character room where it's like pink and blue neon lights. Yeah. I really enjoyed that. Um, and like you said, like the actors, like 
you know, Brad Pitt, Brian Tyree Henry, Aaron Taylor Johnson, uh, Hiroyuki Sonata. I, you know, if we got to bring him up. Scorpion, bro. Yeah, bro. Like, I think everybody did such a great job with what they were given. Like, I don't think this movie was set out to be like an Oscar winning type of movie. Everybody just looked like they were having fun. And I can't be mad about that. You know what I mean? And like yeah. I said, not only that, but it also has like the smoke aspect of it. Um, I will say this. The first two acts were my favorites. Those are my favorite parts of the movie. Like learning characters, learning what's happening, learning who was here to do what, everyone's motivations. That was the best part. I feel like the movie didn't really fall apart, but it definitely showed signs of changing at the end. Because let's be honest, bro, it literally turned into a Marvel movie at the end. <laughs> it got like uh to be piggyback on what you're saying, it it did it stayed it got a little stupid, right? It stayed chaotic from beginning to end. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It, it that is that is one word you can describe this movie. It's very chaotic. It's very like eighty eight uh ADHD. Like if if you're someone who like loves that, like it's gonna be for you. And like I I'm not I'm I'm kind of a slower paced type of guy. I mean I'm I'm not gonna be like Irishman either. You know what I mean? I don't yeah, like, that's like straight everything. Yeah, like this this was it was is it went it wasn't entirely bad, you know what I mean? Like it, it was definitely yeah. good in some parts as far as the combat and as far as like the visuals and like uh, as far as that kind of like the things that in the comedy wasn't bad at all. And Mr. Brad Pitt, wow, like Yeah, um, he has excellent comedic timing, right? Yeah, and, dude, like, and I, I, was did, so I didn't see that coming that. at all. Right. I was so surprised about that. And like that's good. Like that was amazing. It's just some for me personally, I just felt like it was kind of too much being thrown, and sometimes yeah. the movie kind of reflected that. You know what I mean? Like it, it felt, it felt almost like it, it was like, you know, but like that's what I love about it. It's such a good change of pace. I feel like a lot of movies that we've gotten this year have just been like kind of slow burned. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And this movie just being like, hey, we're just gonna speed everything up a little bit, and then you know whatever you watch after this, you know, you can slow it back down. I really enjoyed that aspect of it. And can I tell you who? Uh... My favorite character was who is that? Tangerine. Really? I love mine is I Lemon. Just, you love Lemon? I love see, Lemon. Bro, bro. This is because he, here's the thing. You like, see how we are? Right. So here's the thing, bro. Like, I haven't thought about Thomas the Train in years. <laughs> I literally yeah. have not thought about Thomas the Train in years. <laughs> and ever since seeing that movie, like I'm like, when I meet someone, I'm like, okay, yeah, that person's this character from Thomas the Train now. You know what I mean? Or mm-hmm. I'm even doing it with different shows now because, like, that was such a cool thing to just throw in the movie. It was, like, super random, but it makes so much sense. You know what I mean? It was consistent. It was, yeah, like, a consistent, and then, like, the like... Fact that there's, like, backstory with that story. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he grew up watching the show. So, like, ever since then, that was so cute. just people from the show. Right. Mm-hmm. But it that was, was bittersweet. so cute. It was very bittersweet how we got that moment. And then shortly after that, someone bites the bullet. You know what I'm no talking pun. about. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh my gosh, no, y'all didn't just do that. But I love it. <laughs> bro, one of my favorite scenes was when they were in the when uh Brad Pitt and uh Aaron Taylor were in the kind of in the concession uh room of the train. Oh, and yeah. like that whole and the thing lady that walks going, by. I love that. <laughs> he's like I yeah, love can, that. He's like, Yeah, can you give me some money so I can buy this bottle of water? <laughs> Bro, he I love that the money. so much. Yeah, I he, love that. He, that was so sweet. He gave him the money. Brad Pitt drinks the drink and says, do you want some? Aaron Taylor Johnson's like, no, nah, I don't want any. 
Brad Pitt gets so the sweet. bottle and just chucks it at this man's yeah. head. I loved it, man. I loved that so much. I love the uh the fact that the whole with that one Fiji bottle got mm-hmm. like a whole backstory <laughs> scene at the end. Oh, like, dude, that I, was a whole dude, ad. Yeah, bro. I loved it. I loved it. I was like, this is just dope. <laughs> and I'm Look. a big fan of like cool cinematography like that where you have like a subject and it just kind of stays in the middle of the screen while all this other stuff is happening around it. Yes. I don't yes. know if you've seen, I think it's it's Run the Jewels, um, ASAP Rocky. And God, I can't believe, I can't believe I'm forgetting the guy's name. The one but, new one that came out? Yeah, but have you seen that video? Like the shot entirely yeah. on iPhone? Yeah. And like the phone is like literally in the middle of the Strangers. screen like this. Yeah. It's in the middle of the screen like this and everything else is like happening around it. They're rapping behind it. It's 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 a dope concept. I love how that was shot. So this reminded me a lot of that. Um, to me, bro, Bullet Train is a nine out of ten movie. Wait, 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 wait. I still have a couple of things to pick your brain about. Go ahead. What What did you think about? Okay, what did you think about the guest star of Bad Bunny? This, this was this was a whole conversation with like the my girl and uh, my sister who came with me to watch it. Like, what what did you what did you did you like that? What did you think about his act? I thought it was dope. You like that? I thought his acting was fine. You know, he didn't you have like to, he didn't have a lot to do, but kind of be there and just be his character. So I think that was yeah. kind of cool. Um, I just started listening to Bad Bunny like two days ago. I'm not gonna lie to you. What? <laughs> I just what? I just listened to uh, Unverano Senti, uh, like three days ago. Oh my! I listened God. to it twice. If that makes it feel better, but like I've I've never like no, listened it to doesn't. Bad Bunny. I've never been in a situation where somebody's like, yo, you got to listen to this new Bad Bunny. Never in my life has somebody really? said, hey, listen to this song by Bad Bunny. And this, Bad I Bunny's mean, the, the goat. The album got some hits on I'm not going to lie to you. It goes crazy, bro. So, like, I've seen him in this movie before I've seen a music video by Bad Bunny. So I was just like, okay, that's kind of dope. He's a he's an artist. He's thrown in a movie. He's acting. We know that he's going to be, what's his name, for the Sony Spider-Man spinoff. The, uh, uh, the wrestler. wrestler, yeah, yeah. So it's like it's good practice for that, you know, getting people used to seeing him on screen. So I think he did a fine job. I'm, I'm not mad at it. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that. Um, I think his, I, although I think he's, like I said, I'm gonna stay with my point. I think the yeah. character and stuff was, like, yeah. you but think like, it was? You, do you think the character was done well? The character, the character in the movie, as far as what they did with him, yeah. No, I, I, I. I I know I'm gonna be harsher, but I think it was a throwaway. I think, yeah, I think that was done on purpose too. Yeah, and they, I get I got homages of like, think about Stomp the Yard and what they do with Chris Brown. Yeah, like, yeah, they, yeah, remember yeah. Remember they showed yeah. Chris Brown like all oh, that? The trailer, yeah, that's and Chris a good Brown point. didn't make it 15 minutes in the movie. Like you know, that, that's a good point, bro. You're so like, dead on on that. I feel no like pun. them saying, yeah, here's Bad Bunny in this white suit. He's playing the wolf. We're gonna throw him in the trailer multiple times so people think, "Oh, my favorite artist is in this movie." Let me go put my butt in the seat. Yeah, you know. And I, so I, I wasn't I, mad at it at all. Um, I think an- another guy that I really well, there's two people that uh, I really enjoyed to see here. I really enjoyed because uh, I I realized that oh, this is Scorpion. Right here, Yuki Sonata. Yeah, this is Scorpion. Like he would he, bro, he's an actor. Like, he's a legend, bro. <laughs> he's he's like he's fucking amazing. Like yeah, and and the thing is with with him, bro. He 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 always has been amazing. 
it just kind of depends on the content that he's given, like with Scorpion and Mortal Kombat, which was, you know, I love the movie, but it's not a great movie. He did his thing with what he had to do. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like he's always been the guy in the movie that just kind of does what he's supposed to do every time. But yeah, Hiroyuki Sonata is is definitely a, a, a lifetime actor. Bro, come on, bro. A fucking what? nine? That's crazy, dude. A nine out of ten is what Bullet Train is, bro. Spoiler alert! But the way the story ended, you're gonna for you you're gonna be, be ex you're you Dom. I know you. I know you very well. Like you're accepting that the ending yes. to this movie. You bro, like that? Here's the thing, bro. Come on, I, dude. I I am tired of watching a movie that doesn't end. I'm sick of it. I'm tired of watching a movie that ends. And it kind of sets up something just for that something to either get canceled or for it to come out and it be ass. <laughs> you know what I mean? This okay. movie has a clear beginning, middle, and end. It's a cohesive piece of entertainment. And I love it for that. I love that I can just watch it and be like, okay, I watched the movie. I don't need to go and read comic books or wait for a sequel. I don't have to do any of that. I love that part of it. Like oh, I said, man. and then also the actors, the action. I enjoyed the story for what it was. Granted, a lot of parts were a little bit cheesy, but I got some I got some Quentin Tarantino feels out of it. But you won't watch Full Metal Alchemist. Uh you won't I'm you not won't watching watch that live Full, action, bro. That's, I'm not watching watch that live Full action. Full Metal Alchemist when the when when the when the first when the first uh I don't know what 30, 40 minutes is literally bullet train. You, I'm not, you, I'm not, you, I'm not, you I'm not watching, that. I'm not you watching. You want to accept that? No, keep it, bro. Keep it. You see how you are, bro? But you listen, here's the thing. Here's the thing, though, bro. Anime movies have burned me so many times. I'm one of the ones that watched Cowboy Bebop on Netflix. I did, too. So when it comes to something else that I know and love being adapted like that, I might be all right. I might. Be, I don't even know if I'm on, if I want to watch this Yu Yu Hakusho. show. To be I honest, I didn't even know that was coming. Oh yeah, yeah. Actually, I yeah. did. I did. I did. Yep. So, uh, Michael Shannon, amazing. You like? That? I love. I love Michael Shannon. You like? I that? love. I love Michael Shannon. And I love them in Knives Out. I even loved him in Men of Steel. I love Michael Shannon so much, bro. Yeah. So to see him be, what was he? The White Death. Was yes. it was cool to me. You know what I mean? Even yeah. the story was cool. Him being in Japan, a white tall Russian dude. Doing what that he was had cool. To do. That was exactly, bro. Yeah, like that was cool. a, a lot of this stuff in this movie was just cool. You know what I mean? Like, there's not nothing in this movie where I was like, man, that that kind of sucked. You know what I mean? Everything was just kind of cool. I don't think everything was cool. I, I if they would have gave the White Death type of like character development kind of character thing, bro, background, the movie was already like two amazing. hours. I know, bro. You know but what I mean? fuck it, bro. Two forty. I get it. But like, give, I, the, I, give the extra. I feel like what they did was it was solid enough, you know, Here and here's another thing I also like. I like when video games and movies and really any piece of cinema or media, when they give us a character and we only know them by name for so long until we actually see them. I love that. Keep mm -hmm. me keep me shrouded in mystery. I want to know who is who, because I didn't even know that Michael Shannon was going to be in the movie until he showed up in the movie. Yeah. Like I did, I didn't I, like know, I said, I did no research uh, with this movie. I know people. I know people. I, oh, you're not. You're not a real. You're not a real uh, uh, film enthusiast. If I know people are gonna say this, but look, <laughs> I've I've never seen. Um, oh my god, I, I hate. I'm so embarrassed to say this. I've never seen. Um, what was that movie called? Uh, Which one? 
You know what I'm talking about with the main Michael Shannon movie. You know what the I'm talking main about? Main Michael Shannon movie. The the fuck, what's it called? Give me a second. I'll pull it up. Um right. Oh, No Country for Old Men. Is isn't isn't that him? No, dog. That's not him? Bro, I thought that was him. <laughs> Who's bro, who is that then? Bro, are you talking about Josh Brolin, Thanos? You can't be talking about him, right? You who, can't be talking. Who is, who's the main guy from uh, No? You're talking about the Brolin. killer, Anton? The main guy. They walked around shoot people in the head. Oh, Javier. That's Javier I'm... Bardem. Bro, ain't no damn way. I fucking mix them both put, up. Put some respect on Javier, bro. <laughs> bro, I thought that that was him. No, man. I'm still trying to think about what movie you're talking about, like. You, have you, you mean? have you seen Knives Out? Yes, I've seen Knives Out. Remember how he was like the uncle, brother, son of the dad? Yeah, and also was a uh, you know fucking Eminem's mom. Exactly, bro. Like he he's that guy. I so thought it's, he was it's, the main guy. No, he's not the main guy. And you might have to watch that movie, bro. I, I think I do. I think I do. Especially like since it. you said that you like like kind of slower movies, you'll love mm-hmm. you'll love that. You'll absolutely yeah. love it. But um, yeah, um, we got ten minutes. Yeah, I I I want to say that like you know if if I mean go watch this movie. It's 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 not bad. Damn right, go watch this movie. This movie's great. It's it's just it's a (laughs) it's a seven for me. It's not bad. That's crazy. That's sick. That's sick business, bro. It's it's crazy. You gave it a nine, bro. It's a nine out of ten film. That's bro. Come on, bro. And you know me. That's what I'm trying to tell you. I mean, like, come That's on. That's what I'm dude. telling you, bro. Like, this movie was that good to me. You like, bro, like I, I, was, I was in the theater. I had my popcorn. I had my drink. I'm in there smiling, bro. You really like something in that movie. You, I don't know what it was, but you really enjoyed some part of that movie. That's giving because a nine is crazy for me, bro. That's I've never heard that in my life, bro. Like, here's the thing. I love me a good movie with like twists and turns. You know what I mean? Uh... And this movie had several of them. Yeah. And it had great action, great fight scenes, great acting. Like I don't know what else, you know. Not you didn't you know like the, you didn't like the severe You know what? I'm not going to I didn't like convince, what? I'm not going to convince you out of it. You can't tell you feel, me that this is a bad movie. Bro, the severe bro. The you hate God, uh, God of War, uh, Game of Thrones. I don't hate Game of Thrones. The second half. I hate the last season. The latter, the of latter Game of, of Thrones. It. I don't even hate the last. It's just the last season, bro. I hate plot season ar- eight, bro. The plot armor, the literal steel, the diamond Minecraft armor around Brad Pitt's character. As far as the plot armor, he's you- his name was Ladybug. He was lucky. That's his character, bro. bro isn't what are you that trying insane? to tell me, bro? I'm trying they to tell you. Tell you that he is lucky in the movie. They didn't tell Jon Snow that he was lucky. <laughs> Yet they set it up for him to kill the Night King twice, and he didn't do it. There's a difference there, bro. <laughs> Don't get me started with GOT, bro. Because we can, we you can know? have a conversation about that, bro. We can have a conversation. We're gonna have to one of these days, bro. But like this movie is is it's it's the most clear nine out of ten film that I've seen in the year twenty twenty two. It's a seven. 
It's a it's a nine. And I've slept on the movie. Like it's I've had seven. time to think about the movie. I haven't seen it again yet. But I'm pretty sure that when I see it again, I don't think my score is gonna change. Go watch it. It's 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 a good movie. Yeah, go check it out. It's a nine yeah. out of ten. Yeah, it's a good movie. Go watch it. Like overall, it's just it's a good movie. Exactly. That's why I don't know why you're hating on it, man. Bro, that's not hate. <laughs> that's not hate. I'm you gotta, you gotta let that hate out your heart, man. It's not hate. It's just like, no, bro, bro, like peace and love. Peace and love. I'm not. I'm not falling for the. I'm not falling for the cast. I'm His not falling name for the cast. Was Ladybug? He was lucky, bro. But come on, dude. He That's was the thing. The spoiler alert again. He was flying through the fucking train. What it was exploding because and shit. he's lucky, and you take this movie serious. He's the pro. What you thought he's just gonna die randomly? Like you were expecting him to just walk by the subway train and get shot, bro? No way. Literally, literally, what happened at the at the end of? Oh, can I get into spoilers or no? We want to move on because I'll get I'll get into this shit. <laughs> we'll, Let's just uh, say this. Well, we we know he yeah. lives. We know he lives. Let's just say because this. he's lucky. He's lucky. He Brad Pitt literally from the scene that where the where the train is blowing up, he literally flies into the arms of uh what's her name? I always forget her name. Uh Zazie Beats. No, he literally flies into the arms of uh uh Sandra Bullock's arms. Oh yeah. Literally. From, from the moment that the train blows up and he's like flying through the air and all that shit's happening, he literally flies into the arms of Sandra Bullock. You know, you know that happened. Though. That's white you love. Know, you know that happened. You know, and this is not an episode of George Lopez. You know, I feel you. I feel you. Nine out of uh, ten. Seven. Bullet train. Nine out of ten. Go see it. It's Go watch it. Go check it out. Go watch it. Like just, it's it's a good it's a good watch. Go watch it. It's a great watch. Go check it out. Yeah. All right. So what are we gonna do, bro? Hey, it's up to you. What do you whatever whatever you want to do. Let's see. Um, <laughs> we got five minutes, bro. I swear this job was like a little bit longer than what it is now. Am I tripping? Did they shorten the time, though? No, it's 40 minutes, but we've been talking for... for it doesn't even seem like we've been talking for that long. I know, because we've, we've been in the zone. Right. That's Sometimes, crazy, bro. Yeah, dude, it's good. Yeah, That was just one movie. <laughs> That's what's sick about that, huh? Yeah. Dude. Well, actually, too, because we did bodies, 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 and then oh yeah, 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 yeah. bullet train. And I guess yeah. we'll uh, you want to like pause here, and then we'll uh start talking about prey. Let's do it. All right. That's a good. So right now good we're gonna pause it. We'll be back in a second. I know in the you know when you're listening and when you're watching, it may not be much of a difference, but yeah, thanks to Zoom and. You know how, how this thing works and how I refuse to pump money into this company. We're gonna pause it here. We will. We'll be right back. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we have returned from our uh break, I guess you could call it. We are back. We are absolutely back. After talking about that nine out of ten film that is bullet train. Seven. Nine. Dumb. We I'll agree. I'll this. agree to disagree if you go up to a eight point five. Dude, there's no way. <laughs> there is no way I'm good. There is no way I'm going up to an eight point five. We'll uh, we'll come back to this, and in the meantime, we'll go ahead and talk about Prey, which is the uh, prequel to all the Predator movies. 
It takes place in 1719, the year. So that's before uh, y'all's president, George Washington, was taking teeth from slaves and putting them in his mouth. Um, it's about Jesus. our main character, who goes by the name of Naru. She's played by Amber Midthunder. And she's basically a woman Native American. She's a Native American woman. And she is trying to prove herself to her tribe that she is worthy of hunting. I got that right. Yes. That's her whole thing. She's just trying to hunt. Well, I, so, I mean, if you want to go more woke, it's more like, I guess, a woman being in like this, like, you know, predominantly male clan of hunters. Let me speak more because the way I sound it was condescending. Yeah, just it's a little a, bit. I try to clean it up for you, you know. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Let me let me you, you, let me rephrase that because I don't want to sound bro. like this. Here's the broom. Go ahead. And yeah, get let me cl- let me clean that up. <laughs> you know, it's kind of like moral, not the moral, but like one of the big kind of like problems in the, in the movie is kind of like she is being like better than the guys, just you know, plain and simple, and you know, kind of her path on being like a woman in this tribe and. You know, not the natives not being used to kind of seeing a woman in in power like that, and mm-hmm. um, yeah, we can get into that, and yeah, <laughs> one of the biggest like poor things in there as well. Yeah, so she's um basically brought on this journey with the guys to go and hunt. Granted, things don't really go the way that they expected they would. Yeah. Because there is a predator out on the loose and <laughs> is out there. Chill, bro. Like a, a predator alien. The the movie is about the predator alien. <laughs> oh that sounded kind of sick, didn't it? Yeah, that was wild. A predator was out wild, here. That was a wild description. <laughs> but uh, yes. So there's a predator alien out there, but they don't realize that that's what's happening because it's 1719. So what would these people know about aliens and predators but um the uh the predator is basically out killing wildlife at the beginning such as deer kills a bear which we actually get to see him fight a bear which is kind of the coolest things in the world what do you think about that fight i thought it was uh i thought it was cool you know what i'm saying granted it, it was spoiled in the trailer but still seeing a predator that we've seen for decades fight a bear, it's like, man, like that thing really trying to fight a human, it would be, you know, there'd be no chance. Like yeah, humans, that... humans would have to try and use different tactics to take this thing down, which we have seen them do in, you know, all the other movies. Exactly. It was kind of like a show of strength, like yeah. how strong this, uh, you know, alien is. Mm-hmm. This extraterrestrial. Yeah, E.T. Yeah. So one thing I liked about this movie were the kills. This movie had some kills that kind of, they weren't really creative. I will say that. They weren't really creative, but they weren't. Okay. Compared to what we've seen from Predator, these movies were kind of tame. I mean, these kills were kind of tame. Let me preface this. I am not like a I'm not like a alien versus predator. Like I not see. Yeah. I know I feel like a fucking poser, but I'm not. I promise you guys. <laughs> Look, I've seen them. I've seen them, but I was young and like I need to go back to them and 
I know I need to do I I need to do my homework as far as yeah. a lot of these movies, but uh, just so you know, like this is kind of my reintroduction into like the whole Predator Alien thing. Like, yeah, understood. Movie. But yeah, so these kills were there were a few decapitations. There were some body parts getting chopped up, doing what the Predator does, but. I think it's the fact that they weren't as creative and they were also shot at a at a faster pace. Let's just say that than they were in the older movies. It just kind of came across as it being, you know, just pretty much different. And I mean, you can kind of I think the director was kind of like, you know, the reason that the Predator acts this way is because he is older than the ones that we've already seen in the movies. You know what I mean? Because, I mean, before this movie, the most recent one that we have gotten was, like, in, what, 1983? So that's, like, a 200-year jump between Predators and their alien technology. So it makes sense. I guess it makes sense. If the director says it makes sense, then it has to make sense. Also, this movie was directed by Dan Trachtenberg, who also directed 10 Cloverfield Lane, which is a movie that I love. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. But this movie, overall does an effective job of being a predator movie. It checks up all the boxes of what a predator movie is. You know? Really? You saw it you saw it more as a predator movie? I... Yeah, of course. I saw it more as like the Nara movie. No. So with predator movies, um they've always been somewhat of an underdog tale. Like think about the first predator movie, which you probably haven't seen, with Arnold Schwarzenegger and his a crew of uh his squad mates. Mm-hmm. They're soldiers and they're being picked off one by one by this one alien. And they have no idea what to do because this thing has cloaking technology. They can't see it. It's like the 80s. So it's not like they have all this cool technology where they can see things. They have no idea what's going on. Mm-hmm. So it's always been an undertale. And I mean, there's always been an uh, underdog tale. And not only that, but there's always been the, the predators, they always play by a game. You know, they don't just go out and attack everybody all at the same time. You know what I mean? They play their own game. They'll pick you off, make it almost man-to-man combat, basically. That's 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 how they work. And that's basically how this movie was. This this predator would attack someone and wouldn't attack someone else unless they were attacked back. You know what I mean? Mm. And that's how that's how predators function. So that's why I say it ticks all the boxes of it being a predator movie, because it plays by the predator's rules. Oh, are you are you saying that as are you talking more as like is this like a predator? Yeah, like, like like lore wise. Oh, okay, I mean? okay, 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 okay. And I mean, yeah. even filmmaking wise, like it's got to be it's got to be an alien. Humans are trying to take this alien down. There's technology that the alien uses. You know, this this that's the stuff that makes predators and predator movies. Like I said, I, I'm not like familiarized with like the like whole kind of lore and things that yeah. are going on what makes it a predator movie i was yeah kinda... so so let me tell you this so in 2010 the movie called predators came out and it starred adrian brody uh and a few other people lawrence fishburne was in the movie mahershala ali as well and this movie basically was a predator movie of course but it instead of predators being on earth humans were put on the predator's planet so it's a totally different concept at this point. It's like anything Sounds can happen. So what they did is they took like one of the most dangerous um, 
soldiers in the army, one of the most dangerous soldiers in the air force or SEAL team, uh, one of their most dangerous African pirates, cartel leaders, Yakuza guys, you know what I mean? Prisoner. And then there was this one mystery guy who was played by, uh, <laughs> who was played by Topher Grace, which is kind of hilarious, but they took like the most dangerous humans on earth, put them on this planet with these dangerous predator aliens to see how they would fare. So it was all still a game at the end of the day. This movie had different types of predators, which I thought was really cool. And uh, it kind of showed you the dynamic of how they look at each other. Predators look at each other as prey. You know, you'll, you'll have a larger predator that will hunt the smaller predators, basically. If the, if the smaller predators don't fall in line. It's a hierarchy. Basically. And it's just like, you know, with regular predators and humans. Predators will hunt humans because they're bigger, better, stronger, powerful, faster, all this good stuff. You know what I mean? So, so it's in the name of the game. Yeah. And that's that's what makes a predator movie a predator movie. They play by these rules. They just don't go down and attack everybody. They'll stay out in the trees, pick somebody off, take them out, keep it moving. You know what I mean? And this movie did a good job of doing that. Yeah. And to be honest... I, me growing up with the original face of the Predator, like the actual design of it from the for the from the other movies, mm-hmm. I wasn't really a fan of the way this one looked. Mm. And it's alien, you know, face mask thing. Wasn't really a big fan. I did like the bone structure helmet that he had, but yeah, the actual face I wasn't really a big fan of. I wasn't a big fan of the kind of blue tinted blood this time around. Because in older Predator movies, the blood was green tinted. It was like glow in the dark green. Um, there was a plot, well, not really a plot hole, but something happens in this movie that really made me question why. And it was towards the end where they were fighting, and she takes the mask and sets it between some rocks, right? Mm-hmm. And the mask kind of operates without a wearer. And in Predator movies, the mask always operates because of the wearer. Whoever's wearing the mask can control, you know, the arm cannon, the, you know, the spears in this movie, whatever. It just didn't make a lot of sense how this thing was able to do that without being worn. So that was like one loophole that I found in this movie. Yeah. But other than that, I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed the movie for what it was. Uh, not the best thing I've seen this year. Uh, but I think it. I think the only thing that could have made this movie better. Oh is, my god! Is if I think the only thing that could have made this movie better is if it would have come out in theaters. I like the fact that it came out on Hulu and I had to watch it on my TV, or on the someone see that I was watching it on. Uh, just kind of dampened the experience a little bit. You know what I mean? Really. I feel mm. like it would have been a little bit better if it was on a big screen in front of my face. With big surround sound, you know what I mean? The whole nine. Yeah. It's like I could have been a little bit more immersed rather than sitting on a couch and making sure that the person I was watching there wasn't scared, basically. I gotta say, man, I really I really enjoy this movie. I really like it. Uh mm-hmm. I thought like like I said, let me, uh, I'm not familiarized with the whole like uh predator kind of lore and stuff like that, but yeah. I really enjoy like Naro's like kind of whole character development through the whole yeah. entire like movie. I thought the actor as well, um no, I'm not 
uh, forgive me for not knowing uh, her Amber name. Amber Thunder. She did an amazing. Yeah, she was great. Amazing. She's gonna be working. Have you she's seen? Working. Have you seen Legion? Legion. Uh, yeah, she's also in that. So I'd, I'd recommend checking that out too. She's a beast. Yeah. Like I, I'm talking about acting, acting. Yeah. So she did a phenomenal I, re- job. I really enjoy. I really enjoy this concept. I really enjoy the the like, um, you know, like the entire kind of story and what mm-hmm. happened, shit like that. Like, you know, for her to be, it like, it, it all made sense. It's the underdog story, you know, mm-hmm. and that's amazing. I just i I felt like some of the things that they did in this movie were some some things were kind of crazy, you know what I mean, like a little like dramatic, what? but like talking about with the French people. Yeah, that was kind of crazy, part? right? Yeah, yeah, it was a little nutty. I, I liked it though, because <laughs> I didn't see that coming either. It it was it was crazy, but it is what it was, and um, and it also gave more backstory. You know, you know the gun that they used in the movie, like the the old French Revolution gun that they had. Yeah. So that move, so that gun was in Predator Two, at the end, and it was given to Donald Glover's character, I believe. Yeah. And when I watched that movie years ago, I'm like, what the freak does this have to do with anything? But this movie was the reason why that he got that gun. You know, it kind of showed because in the movie, like you're thinking, you know, futuristic alien predators coming back to Earth to kill people. That's basically what Predator 2 was. But seeing him get that gun, I'm like, okay, what does this mean? And then watching this movie, I'm like, oh, so this means that not only will the predators be a threat in the future, but they were a threat in the past. Mm-hmm. And that's literally what the series showed us. Yeah. It was pretty good, man. Like, what did you think about Naru? I feel like she was a great character. I feel like seeing her, you know, do what she did at the beginning, you know, kind of be told that women do this, women don't do this. And her saying, you know what? Nah, I'm going to do what I do. I'm going to go and get my axe and tie it to uh, some uh, what was it, the tree stuff. So she can be scorpion and sling it around and stuff. Like that was kind of cool. Yeah. I feel like the uh the dog was good too. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> so yeah, I, I really enjoyed her character. I enjoyed, you know, what she went through as a character from beginning to end, her development from being, you know, kind of scared and worried to her actually, you know, conquering her fear. And the fear of many others at the same time. Uh, yeah. I enjoyed her whole family aspect, you know, mm-hmm. with her brother and their relationship as well. And how she basically knew that she had to do what she had to do at the end of the day. Brian, she got if, if it. Because if, it, if it, was, it, was, it was literally left up to her. If she couldn't complete her mission, then everybody else would be screwed, basically. Yeah, bro. So she kind of had, of course, the protagonistic energy, but she kind of had to. For sure, and it made for an amazing movie. Right. Uh, the the action was amazing. Yeah. The fight scenes were amazing. And to be yeah. honest, like going into it, I didn't have high expectations. Me neither. And that's basically because of how the 2018 Predator movie went. I really disliked it. <laughs> really. I, I I would not recommend anybody watch that movie. To be honest with you, it was that bad. It wasn't that bad, but it was really bad. <laughs> Damn. Like it had good characters in it that could have been greater if they had actual development, but everybody was just like, 
a caricature some of what somebody else would be. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like they just move from one place to another with little explanation. And things just happen and people die. Shit. <laughs> like I kid you not, not it's not really a spoiler, but this guy who's like the head of this science lab place gets predator gear from a predator that dies basically. And he mm-hmm. acquires like the shoulder cannon, right? So he like rigs the shoulder cannon, he like puts it on and he has this thing like put on his head so he can like cause you control it with your mind. So for some reason <laughs> it's like there's like all this stuff happening, the predator's shooting people. This the one of the main characters, she's like, hey, you need to shoot that thing. He turns his head to the left, I think, and the cannon moves with his head. And he accidentally blows his own head off and nobody cares. <laughs> like it <laughs> oh happens. My God. You see his body drop and it's like on to the next thing. Nobody's like, dang, what happened to him? Nobody yeah. does it. It's, it was the weirdest thing. And I guess because the movie did have a lot of reshoots. So I'm guessing that's why that happened. Mm-hmm. But it was just the strangest thing. And it didn't help the movie at all, of course. But yeah, 2018 Predator. I think that one was actually called The Predator. It's a terrible movie. Plus, they um, <laughs> it's a terrible movie. They they make autism a superpower, and even people and journalists with autism were like, "Yeah, this is the stupidest thing I've ever seen." Oh my god! It's it's, it's absolutely bonkers, man. It's bonkers. Check it well, out I'm if you want to. If you just want to watch something stupid, check it out. <laughs> well, I'm I'm glad this movie did amazing, and uh, yeah, um, especially for it coming on on Hulu. Hulu, yeah. that's. Hulu's been, I mean, especially with FX and things like that. Like, Hulu's yeah, Hulu's been, really been a big dog recently. Yeah, like Hulu has had shout, better shout content than Netflix recently. Well, I mean, if we look at Sandman, you know, oh, what I mean, I, I still gotta watch Sandman. One of the biggest shows in in the summer. Yeah, I still gotta check it out. Gotta check that out, dude. It's good. Yeah, I definitely watch that. But Prey gets a seven out of ten for me. Really, I give that movie an eight. It's a seven. It's a, it's, no, a, it's, a, it's a strong eight. Strong eight. Yeah, it was good. I mean, yeah. I really, I really enjoyed Naru's character. I really enjoyed like the predator. I really enjoyed the combat scene. I really enjoyed like just the whole entire story. So you enjoyed that slow uh, combat. It was slow. Yeah, it was kind of Mortal Kombat ish. I like that. It was kind of like it was slow, bro. What? Like here's the thing, bro. You played Mortal Kombat X, right? Yeah. Did you play Predator at all? Yes. You see how fast that dude moves? Yeah. That's how Predator's supposed to move. He's supposed to be jumping through trees, throwing things at people. He's supposed to be doing the whole nine. In this movie, he jumped from like two or three trees. It was dynamic. I don't think the Predator was feral enough. He wasn't animalistic enough. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? He wasn't hungry enough, bro. Yeah. And that's what I was wanting from it. I was wanting like a like a feral predator that we've gotten in other movies. Some crazy ass predator. Yeah, like I was wanting to see something crazy. Granted, you know, it's Hulu, but still I feel like he just moved super slow. But yeah. um I did see that they used a um they used practical effects for some of the facial features that a predator made. Really? Like I, I, yeah, I seen someone uh Someone posted a video on Twitter of some BTS footage. And there, mm-hmm. the mask was anima. It was like a, basically an animatronic. Yeah, and that was that was what was making all the faces and stuff. 
But for some reason, they still went back and they made some of it CG, which is the stupidest thing in the world. Like, if... Because I watched this movie and I, I could see the CG with the Predator. You know what I mean? So when I saw that, I'm like, man, why didn't they just make the whole thing a practical effect? Put somebody in a suit like they did in the mm -hmm. older movie and then have the, the animatronic face going on. I feel like that would have been cool, but... You know, what can you do? Shit. What can you do? I don't know how much money that movie costed to make. How much did it make? I don't know how much it costed, like the budget. Oh, uh, let's see. We can look that up right now. Mm -hmm. 65. So, yeah, they had to cut some corners, apparently. See, I, I really? see why the CG. Yeah. It was still good. It was good, but you know, like I said, you could see the CG with the predator with the predator. And yeah. like I said, after seeing like the the animatronic face, I'm like, yeah, that that would have been the better option. Yeah, especially when we get to see the monster's face for the first time, I was like, yeah, doesn't look fantastic. Damn. So but, seven. What can you do? Yeah, seven out of ten movie. Pray. Yeah. Praise yeah. a seven. I like the eight. I can't go that high. Damn, that's high. I can't. I can't go that. Eight is high. Oh my god. Eight, nine, and ten is high. You said a seven was high earlier. So which is it, bro? Yeah, high. What did you give a seven to? That I said that to. Bodies, bodies, bodies. I said that was high for like for your for your standards. I think. So you don't think that a seven is high in this case? That's weird. No, no, because this is <laughs> because you think this is more my cup of tea. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, it's a seven, bro. It's a seven. It's a seven. That's good. I, 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 mean, I would have loved to have my expectations shattered, but that wasn't really the case. You know? Yeah. No, I get it. Well, I feel I like they it. were. They, I feel like they were exceeded, of course, but not shattered. Yeah, I mean, it's not a bad review. It's not like you know what I mean. That's oh, a fantastic review for a seven yeah. out of ten movie. Yeah. <laughs> no, I I agree with you. I, I, you yeah. Know. I'm just keeping it real on the down trap. You know what I mean? For real. It's I'm, cool though. Yeah, man. Hell but yeah. um, what you trying to get into, bro? Whatever, bro. Can we get into mogul talk? Mo we can get into mogul. You want to get back to our uh, conversation about Mr. Curtis Jackson? Dude, that shit is insane, bro. This guy, this 50 Cent is definitely one of the goats. Mm hmm As far as it comes to making money. I think it's kind of crazy how he, like, put out an album and then put out a movie about his life <laughs> and that album. And nobody was like, yeah, this is crazy. Everybody was like, yeah, we rock with this. <laughs> yeah. Like, put out the album, put out another album, put out the movie, then put out a video game. Then a couple years later, put out another album. Like, that's a crazy run once you think about it. Like, no rapper today is putting out their debut album, releasing another album like a year or two later that's a banger, and then putting out a movie about their life and a video game. Nobody's doing that. He's definitely ahead of his time. Nobody has vitamin water. No, he, no one, you know? no one had vitamin water. That man is the reason why Stars has subscribers to this day. Uh, what did he create again? 
power. Zan? Well, he was power, a big part of yeah. power. Yeah, he didn't create yeah. it, but like the fact that he took stars, which is already a well-known, you know, channel, and just uh-huh. kind of took it way further than it could have gone without power. Yeah. He's just a great crazy. 50 is definitely a creative. He's genius. probably one of the greatest salesmen in the world. You think so? I know so. Shit. If he came out with a cereal, people would buy it. And that's even like yeah, to, today, even after like his uh after his prime. If he came out today and said, Yeah, I got this new cereal called 50 Cent O's, it's raspberry flavored, people would go buy it. Yeah. He's up there with Snoop Dogg when it comes to being a good salesman. Snoop Dogg. Because Snoop Dogg is one of the greatest salesmen alive as well. He just attaches his name and then people just kind of like gravitate. They grab exactly. That's that's what being a salesman is. That's what being a good salesman is anyway. Like See, saying, hey, I, I have this thing. I'm attached to this thing. Uh-huh. I, I'm a cool dude. Your nephew wants to be like me. You'll buy this. Yeah. Think about how many people, I don't know if you remember when True Crime Streets of LA came out. Think about how many people bought that game to put in the cheat code to play a Snoop Dogg for an hour. A lot. That's crazy. Shit, dude. That is that is crazy, man. That man like, Snoop put out a horror movie that was also a black exploitation film in 2001. That is crazy power, bro. Oh my god, dude. Snoop Snoop is definitely like He's he's definitely like a uh, mogul, as you were saying. Yeah, that's one hundred percent. One hundred percent. Shout out to Ludwig. Oh Lord! <laughs> Shout out Ludwig, bro. You know, you know, I have my Twitch. Uh, oh well, he's not on Twitch anymore. But like, yeah, yeah. my my streamer appreciation. Yeah, I lo- I love them, bro. Like, hey, let's let's talk about that real quick. Um, and 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 YouTube as well. But did you see okay. the other day when Corey Kenshin uploaded a video talking about YouTube's um, racism and possibly favoritism that they have in play? Well, no. So what he, was he uh, so you know the game, the Mortuary Assistant. Mortuary Assistant. Yeah, no. it's, a, it's a new PC game that everybody's playing. So he played it, and he beat it in this video. And not too long after he uploaded it, it got age restricted. So he's really? like, yeah. So he reached out to his YouTube rep and he was like, hey, this guy age restricted. Can you tell me why? And his YouTube rep was like, oh, yeah, it might be this part right here that has something to do with suicide. And he's like, okay, that's cool. I'm going to appeal it. YouTube denies his appeal. So he goes, okay, that's weird. So he goes to YouTube. He goes to Markiplier's channel. Markiplier had the same ending that he had. So he goes back to his YouTube rep and he's like, hey, Markiplier had this too. Is it what what can happen at this point? So his YouTube rep's like, oh crap, you're right. Let me let me get with the uh the YouTube um, I forgot what they call it, the, the policy team or whatever. So let me get mm-hmm. with them and see what they say. They <laughs> they took the age restriction off this man's video and then immediately after put it back. So then he goes back to Markiplier's video. And Markiplier's video is age-restricted. So now a bunch of other creators' videos are being age-restricted because of this. So he's like, look, I don't know if it's racism 
or favoritism. But YouTube, let's just have a conversation so we can talk about what's happening here. I don't know if this the if the, if it's the automation system. I don't know if it's actually somebody that's doing this and they're just racist or they're just playing favoritism. But what? Let's talk about it. And I don't think YouTube has said a word yet. I think um look Mark Zuckerberg was on the the Rogan podcast uh not too long ago and he was talking about kind of how the system works on Facebook and yeah. kind of how the AI uh, watches people um as far as like kind of the guidelines that they have they have an AI system for that yeah and I think that also YouTube might or even Google right because they're owned by Google yeah they're all I think it's all Google I think Google even may have their own type of AI system to kind of. Uh, so you don't think sure. that you don't think that they have like a team of human beings that are able to check this stuff I, out? I think that at first, if you're asking me, I I don't know, but I think at first it's not a team; it's probably just an AI system that's like. Uh, so you don't think that there's like, of course, there's an AI system. That's how, you know, that's like yeah. the first line of defense. That's why when something gets you know age restricted or the uh demonetized and they can appeal it mm -hmm. normally there's the human team that says oh yeah this is just you know whatever we'll allow it yeah, yeah. same with like copyright you know what i mean so mm -hmm. i just think it's just so weird how how it's been working so far with with youtube anyway so i'm i'm actually it's weird to though see, i'm yeah I'm, I'm i'm really interested to see if youtube or susan at youtube is like hey core let's have a discussion about it let's talk about what happened and it, I just want them to explain themselves. You know what I mean? Ex explain. Also, oh, you're you fall into the the theory that it is like racism and it is like no, I, it's not even that. Just explain what's happening. You know, everybody else is putting out the same video with the same thing in it. This black guy does it, and he gets AIDS restricted after spending like six to nine months off the platform. And he even said mm -hmm. it in his video. He's like, every time he comes back. There's either a new video that gets that gets age restricted, or he gets a strike or a claim on a video from like four or five years ago. So he's just confused as to why this just keeps happening. And I just want someone at YouTube to say, okay, this is what's happening to explain to us that don't know what's happening. You know, let us know yeah. how things work with YouTube. And same with Twitch. Like I don't know if you saw that. Um. Well, of course you know about the whole Gideon situation, right? Yeah. Where he hate rated a Pokemon channel. So mm -hmm. recently, very recently, there was a chick doing some nasty things on Twitch. She got caught and she got banned for three days. And it was some pretty nasty stuff. She got banned for three days. Yeah. So people Seven. were like, huh? No, at first it was three. Oh, okay. Yeah. Then it was seven. And then people got, they saw that. And they're like, okay, yeah, this is crazy. So let's look up and dig up some dirt. Went to her Twitter, found out that she basically was trying to cause harm to someone at Twitch. And Twitch permabanned her. She wrote mm -hmm. an apology. And then Twitch was like, okay, we'll let you back in in 22 days. So it was like, she can do all of that. But Gideon is still permabanned. Dr. Disrespect is still permabanned. So he's basically yeah. so he's basically saying that he's confused because he thinks that there's like a TOS for guys and a TOS for the ladies. I think I think Twitch is kind of weird because it is a different entity from like uh, YouTube or like uh, Facebook. And 
I feel that sometimes there is kind of a biasism from kind of who are being like the monitors between like what is right and what is wrong. Right. As much as, as much as but, each platform does. But, like, but if, here's the thing too. Like if, if, if that's the case, then they should just come out and be able to, you know, acknowledge it. You know, just come out and say, yeah, we are a little bit sexist. Or we I do cater to this. We cater to that. Yeah. I, I, I think it's weird. Maybe some, because of some weird legal issues or whatever, like yeah. But even um, that, like it's it's just like the way these companies are structured, people make their livings off of these, you know, these platforms. Mm-hmm. People make livings off of Twitch. People make livings off of YouTube. If you just cut them out, that's basically just like firing them. Then, especially if you don't tell them what they're being fired for, they're gonna have questions. And they're gonna want answers. Yeah. Here's the problem, man, is that we're coming from the perspective of the creator, but then like you have you then you but then you have the perspective from like kind of the organization, which is Amazon or whatever it is. Like you have these people who are working for the the company. And that can't be ignored because like we I mean a lot of us may be corrupt, but you know, like I said, people make their livings off of this. You know, these these systems aren't really squeaky clean. We know that. So it, people just want a little bit of honesty. I think that's the biggest thing here. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they want a little bit of honesty. They want to be told up front how it is. So they know what to avoid, what to do and what not to do. Because every it's still not clear yet, you know? Yeah, and it's, it's weird, man, because all these platforms are like so different from each other. And, and at the same time, they're the same. Yeah, they have the the same issues, I think. They have the same values, which is, you know, dollar dollar bill. Oh, absolutely. I mean, capitalism. That's that's yeah, that's what they make. That's what they make most of their moves on. So uh, yeah, I just wanted to bring that up real quick and talk about see see what you you know pick your brain a little bit on that. Yeah, like I get what you're saying. You know, think of it as we do, as you know, people that use these platforms, but also thinking as the corporation, which isn't really possible you know i can't really think like a robot i can't come up with some some zeros and ones and tell you what i think about something but yeah i think that the people behind the scenes should be saying something about this you know what i mean yeah it's just when you when you have someone above you you know what i mean like it's just unfortunate yeah yeah the possibility of getting fired absolutely but um yeah we got what three minutes left so yeah i think that's gonna just about do it for this episode of the dom trap lex bro it's been a pleasure having you here no man it's been a pleasure absolute pleasure having you here i told you we're gonna do it soon hell yeah dude. i told you hell yeah go ahead and tell the people where to find you you can find me at lex tv anywhere tiktok instagram twitter youtube still need to change it on twitch but you can find the links on any of those other platforms absolutely and, uh, i'm grateful to be here with dominites and- oh god the dominites domo and the dominites is crazy and bullet train is not a nine bullet train is a nine but go watch it go check you it know. out and i appreciate you having me man and you know you're welcome anytime bro we gotta have you back soon because we got a lot more to talk about bro we do we do we a do. lot more to talk about we do but yeah i appreciate that and i appreciate all y'all for listening you know and, and coming by and 
checking out the episode and if you're coming by the, the twitch streams i appreciate that as well mm-hmm. but yeah um yeah i'm just grateful. yeah it's good I'm, I'm grateful to still be you know what to be back doing this stuff you know yeah. have a lot of fun doing this stuff yeah. glad to see you back bro yeah man the burgundy glad to boys. see you back too yeah the burgundy boys the b-boys yeah my b-boy stance but with that being said it has been i your host your creator your editor producer executive producer your dj and last but not least your first your last and your everything i go by the name of dominique this has been the Dom Trap. <laughs> what was that? Dom Trap. Would you like that? Like that yeah, little I bit? like the I like the vocals there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh but uh, <laughs> I appreciate y'all for coming by, and uh, we'll catch y'all next time on the Dom Trap. You be easy. Make sure your family's well, staying safe, trying not to get sick in this sick world that we're living. Tell me about it. You know. All right. See y'all next time. Peace. Peace.